I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. And as always, joining me, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I could be doing better. Well, we all could be doing better. Uh, yeah. What a way to end tw- the the NFL 2020 season, right? Yep. That's what we're going to dive yeah. into. So you let's just, do this. We'll go ahead and just rip the Band-Aid off. And let, let, let's rip this Band-Aid off and, and let it bleed. Let's talk about it. All right, man. We're actually just going ahead and ripping the Band-Aid and the scab all at once. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Here we go. The NFL season came to an end Sunday, and it went out. Without with, It went out with a whimper rather than a bang. And what was hyped up as the match of the all-time great versus a, a potential all-time great failed to live up to expectations. The Tampa Bay referees, I mean Buccaneers, routed the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in a lopsided and, sided and poorly officiated game. Tampa Bay became the first host team to attend the Super Bowl and win it in their home stadium. Both the first. Kansas City, despite the efforts of Patrick Mahomes, could only muster three field goals and saw momentum completely taken away from them by the referees with a very poor call and also a questionable call on the last drive before halftime that could have gone either, but that questionable one could have gone either way in the end zone. In the end, though, the Buccaneers celebrate the franchise's second championship. Koopa, your thoughts? Dude, this game didn't go at all the way anybody thought this game was going to go. You know, we thought it was going to be a close game all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the refs really screwed this game over for everyone. Um, I know Patrick Mahomes is also dealing with a bit of turf toe Mm -hmm. and will be uh, having surgery soon. Um, But uh, as far as I know, I mean, it, it... from the looks of it, it looks like the refs gave him those, dude. Yeah. I mean, it just one penalty after another, and they couldn't call it on the other side of the ball at all. No. And, uh, you know, and what's well, kind of weird is I read somewhere in, in an article where it was talking about the uh, the lady referee. Mm-hmm. Her son is named after Tom Brady. Favoritism, maybe? Uh, I, I'm thinking so. I don't want to say that because it's kind of cool to see 
a female referee. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy this. I think it's awesome. And it's very unprecedented. But I don't think that this ended the way any of us thought it would have. And I'm not happy with it at all. Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, the penalty indiscretions was absolutely... At one point, we were looking at, what was it, like 10 to 1 penalty calls? I mean, and not only that, but I'm like thinking, what the hell is wrong with the freaking offensive line? Are you letting these guys in? Because I've never seen Mahomes put on his ass as much as he was during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they were missing their two starting tackles. But, I mean, come on, man. You guys played pretty well without one yeah, of them. You're playing in the, the NFL. Yeah. Act like it. You're playing at the damn Super Bowl. Do not let that quarterback hit the ground mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, he was running for his life for a lot of that game. Um, he did put up a valiant effort, but unfortunately for not. Yeah. And it's really sad. Yeah, because I think it really could have been a game for the ages. Yeah. Uh, at one point, though, if you're Kansas City, do you not just take Mahomes out? Because he's you're risking injury even late in the game by having him play in this route. It was a route. There was no comeback coming. No at comeback all. at all. And the way he got hit in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, especially when oh, uh, he oh, got man. turned, um, almost folded in half by yeah. Sue and Barrett. Yeah, and pulling, in, pulling his damn face mask, wrenching on his neck. Yep. Yep. They, sh- they should have pulled him. Um, yeah. Because it was over by then. And I was like, what is going on here? It's like a mobbing, and it wasn't, you know. It was, it was bad. It was bad. All right, man, we're going to move on to the next one. So, is the GOAT debate officially over? Honestly, I don't believe it ever started. It was ever started by Tom Brady. Brady has lost three Super Bowls, where Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw, winners of four each, never lost the Super Bowl they were in. And there's absolutely zero controversy for any of their rings, unless you ask the Raiders and their fans about the immaculate reception. And unlike Tom Brady's first three Super Bowls due to Spygate, his win over Seattle was preempted by the Deflate Gate against the Colts in the AFC Championship game that year, and of course the very odd penalty discrepancy that we just talked about between the Chiefs and Buccaneers in this year's Super Bowl. That leaves only two wins that he's had against Atlanta comeback, the Atlanta comeback, and against the Rams the second time around as the only legitimate wins he has. So Cooper, but Tom Brady fans are going to freaking turn a blind eye to everything that we're talking about here. They're going to turn a blind eye to it. They're going to say, he's the GOAT. He went from the Patriots to the Buccaneers and still won another Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but did did you watch the same game I did? Right. Because, like, the refs won that game. Yeah. For the Bucks, There was no way that that game would have even been that close at all. You mean that far apart? I mean that far apart at all. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Yeah, it was was unbelievably um, bad officiating all the way through. And like I said, man, he's got so many negatives against him. What other great champion do you see negatives on his championships? Yeah. Does anybody have a negative on Jordan? Oh, he didn't win one with until he got Scottie Pippen. Whoopty fucking do. He didn't cheat. Yeah. Nobody illegally filmed play uh, opponents' plays in a gymnasium for him, like uh, the Patriots did. Uh, he he didn't lower the ball pressure so it would not bounce a certain way so he can control it better and shoot it easier. Or overinflate it so it was a certain way it would feel off his hand. And that didn't happen. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, man. You're just... 
it's just stupid. I mean, and like I said, the Raiders had the only real um, thing because, well, it's not even real. A lot of people say no matter what angle you find, the immaculate reception was not an incomplete pass that Franco Harris picked off the ground and just ran it in for a touchdown. Uh, but I'm just saying, man, it's just it's just really irritating to think about how many things that he got away with. I mean, the and only not only that, but it just seems a little odd that they got home field advantage in Tampa Bay, right? And they won, and it's like you know who I compare him to, though. Someone who is not considered the GOAT in NASCAR, but has a lot of negatives about his championships. Jimmy Johnson, Oof. who ran off five straight championships with Chad Canales as his, as his pit crew chief. And yet they got caught a lot of times early in the year for cheating, but then would still not be punished other than Canales having to miss a few races here and there. But he would still go on to win championships those years. Yeah, I mean... It's... But no one calls Jimmy the greatest. I, I just I don't get it, dude. And now you know we got to hear it for a whole year now. Yeah, whole off season. And, and, and this is just like it's it's pathetic. I was I have never been so angry watching a football game in my life, and it wasn't even my team's. Right. So yeah, yeah you were more angry at this than you were watching the Steelers collapse against the Browns. Yeah, yeah, man. I was. It was bad. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, as for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they are still young and can make more Super Bowls. Their only issue will be how many players they can keep on their roster with the tightening cap this next year. Uh, not going to speculate on how much on, much on that until the official word from the league on what the salary cap expectation for next year is set in stone or in ink. But it is supposed to be lowered uh, this next year due to the pandemic. If the Chiefs can, though, keep their core players along with Mahomes and make the right offseason moves to fill gaps where needed... This team should be formidable for years to come. Cooper, your thoughts on the Chiefs? Yeah, I definitely think so. As long as they can keep their their core intact, I think they're good to go. Um, yeah, I, yeah, man, this this I, I I don't know. This is just somber for me to even talk about all this because I'm just I'm still really 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 pissed off. So all right, all right, man. So next up we have Tom Brady fatigue. <laughs> it is reported that this was the lowest viewed Super Bowl since 2006. It is starting to look as though fans have finally had their fill of Tom Brady. It is clear that the NFL is going to run their cash cow into the ground or whenever Brady just decides to ride off into the sunset of retirement. But to steal the thoughts of some wrestling fans, why do they keep showing a legend or shoving a legend down our throats instead of giving the young talent their due time? Despite whatever happens this offseason, as long as Tom Brady has a majority of his Tampa Bay weapons next year, it will be like no one will, it looks like no one will take him down. So bearing a career ending injury or Tom Brady just retiring, this is what we as fans are stuck with. So Cooper, your thoughts on the possible Tom Brady fatigue. Well, I mean for for the Bucks, you know, for Buccaneer fans, for Tom Brady fans, they're all happy. Alright. Um You know, but, I guess it could be said too that, you know, well, you know, if it was your team, how would you feel? You would be happy your team won, but you're going against one of the best freaking up-and-coming quarterbacks compared to Brett 
Favre, okay? Mm-hmm. And I never, I never gave this kid any credit. I, uh, I hated on him from day one, but you know what? He's proven himself in the league. Right. Um, you know, proven himself to be a, a all around good NFL quarterback, one of the greats, and. I can't wait to see where his career goes, but this is just like a little notch in the career that, you know, maybe he'll come back next year with more fire, but as far as Tom Brady goes uh, and the Bucks, yeah, we're, we're stuck with it for a while. Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's getting to the point where I, I know I, I've been full of Tom Brady's bull crap forever, as you obviously know. Cause yeah. You, you've dealt with me too. for a long time. But to have it come down to Burks, 94 million fans, I know that still sounds like a lot, but when it's the lowest in 15 years that it's ever been, it sounds like there's a bit of a fatigue of Tom Brady making it to these Super Bowls. Well, not only that, but when when you've seen so many times of him winning and there's always some sort of controversy surrounding that game. Yeah. We don't we don't we didn't talk about it last year at all, did we? There was no controversy there at all. Because he couldn't, because he couldn't make it. So the team lost to the Titans. <laughs> that was funny. Why uh, couldn't he have had to play the Titans this year? No way, he's in the NFC now. All right, man. So continuing some of our off-season coverage, we begin with the team picking 13th overall, the Los Angeles Chargers. The other Los Angeles team, <laughs> the San Diego Chargers. As you were. The Chargers come off a season that saw them struggle early but put together a good couple weeks towards the end of the year. Despite that, the team still felt they needed a new leader at head coach and thus fired Anthony Lynn. The team brought in former Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley to lead the way. He will look to improve upon Justin Herbert's amazing rookie year and lead this team back to the playoffs. Oops, hang on a second. Uh, look for this team to try to get some much-needed offensive line help as well as some depth at linebacker. Cooper, your thoughts on the Chargers? Uh, my thoughts on the Chargers or Justin Herbert? Uh, their rookie of the, the year. The rookie of the year, dude. This... Justin Herbert. And not only that, but, you know, um, it, it, it's good that they got this new coach. And, I mean, it sucks that he's from the Rams, but Wanted at the same time, <laughs> It helps them out, dude, and it will make the Chargers more of a contender, I think. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm happy to see where Justin's going to go with his career, and this this is all good things for the Chargers. I mean, I, I want to hate on him just as much as you do, but it's kind of like I, I got to love Justin Herbert, dude. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, of course, we we love Justin Herbert. I mean, he was a duck. He did really well for us. He won us a Rose Bowl on his way out the door. Not only, ta- not only that, but he was a hometown kid. So. Yeah, Eugene, Oregon, Sheldon High. Uh, you know, so it's it's fantastic to see what he did this year. Uh, a lot of skeptics, uh, skeptics um, his rookie year when he was coming into the draft, they're like, Oh, we don't know about her. And kind of crazy, too, that he got to go to his favorite team. So there you Mm -hmm. go. Right. Uh, So one quick uh, kind of Chargers note, and we just want to give our condolences to the uh, Chargers uh, organization and the Schottenheimer family as Marty Schottenheimer, former coach, had passed away 
earlier today. Um, sad news, unfortunately, for yes, yes. the Schottenheimers and the NFL as a whole, as they lost probably the greatest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. Oh, yes. I completely agree. So, um, though that is actually one of the other reasons why I never cared for much more for the Chargers organization, because they fired him after a 14-2 and season, just because they had an early playoff exit. But And he never coached again after that. But anyway, so um, again, our uh, condolences to the Schottenheimer family and hopefully his son Brian. He was 100 years old. He was 77. Was he 77? Yeah, where did he get 100? Where did I get 100? So, somebody passed away recently that was 100 years old. Who was it? Somebody in sports. I don't know. Well, somebody in sports just recently passed away that was 100 years old. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure who it was, but it was somebody in sports. Uh, I know I read it somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, you know, he was only 77. 77? Yeah. Still, that's pretty good. You, pretty good life, dude. Yeah. And uh, you know, so many right. thoughts and prayers go out to his family. That's right. All right, so let's get uh, let's continue on. For picking 14th overall, the Minnesota Vikings. Even though the team had a very mediocre season, the team did keep head coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, anyways, uh, there have been rumors that the team has explored a trade with the 49ers about swapping quarterbacks, but nothing appears imminent at this time. Rookie wide receiver Justin Jefferson had a great rookie year, but the offense still struggled at times. If they fall in love with one of these rookie quarterbacks, I would not be surprised if they try to make a move up for one. They do need some help, though, on the defensive side as well. A legitimate pass rusher would be very beneficial for this team. Cooper, your thoughts on Minnesota? Yeah, it's just one of those teams, dude, that they like we all say, they're, they're missing that one key player, that we one key component that can make them contenders and yeah. And uh, so we'll see what happens with it. Uh, will they will they move up to try and get a quarterback? Who knows? All right. um, uh, I don't know, dude. We'll see. Absolutely. All right, and then picking at 15th overall, the New England Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> this team struggled mightily against some top talent. <laughs> they struggled a lot. <laughs> then watched as their former quarterback win a Super Bowl without him, even though he cheated just like they do. Anyway, <clears throat> the team has holes all over the place, but it appears, appears pretty obvious that they cannot get a quarterback or cannot go without getting a quarterback via... Oh, if they cannot, sorry. If they cannot get a quarterback via trade or free agency that they like, then they will be on the hunt for one in this draft. Cooper, your thoughts on New England? Not much of one, I know. <laughs> I mean, they went from Tom Brady to Cam Newton. That's all I got to say. And they're both cheaters. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton's been proven to do some shady crap. So. <laughs> Poor Cooper sitting over here going, "You went from heroin, cocaine to heroin." There you go. <laughs> it, really, it really doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I don't like. I don't even like the fact that they're called the Patriots, right? <laughs> because it's not very patriotic what they do at all. So there you go. Right, as an organization, <laughs> right. Alright, and finally we're going to end the night with the number 16th overall pick, and that will be going to the Arizona Cardinals. There's not much more this team needs offensively except some maybe some better offensive linemen. Uh, however, this team can get their if their team this team can get their defense right, they'll probably be a problem soon. Uh, be a problem and soon. There we go. 
Uh, they do have their quarterback of the future. Uh, he has one. Of, he has talented receivers, one of whom is considered by some the best in the game right now, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they might. Um, they may could use a talented tight end, but if that's Kyle Pitts, they will need to jump up in front of the Cowboys to get him. Uh, some may say that's too high to get to. However, the Rams moved from 15 to one, and the Eagles 16 to two to land their quarterbacks in 2016. So a move from 16 to nine is not out of the realm of possibility, especially if Atlanta takes does trade back with Denver, and a player that they coveted coveted goes off the board before they pick. And they may uh, be willing to trade down again. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, man. Uh, it's not out of the realm of impossibility. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Pitts would be actually pretty good for them. Yeah, it would definitely bolster their offense. <coughs> a playmaker like Excuse Pitts, who's he is mainly a tight end, but he's a move he's a move tight end so you can place him pretty much anywhere you want um you can line him up outside you can line him up in the slot you can just have him sit at tight end um you can have him as your h-back you can do a whole lot of different things to make him a weapon and, and, and like, help. like i've said before this is just one another one of those teams that's missing that one that one little component to keep them right. to make them you know more relevant. Yeah. So. Uh, though they do, like I said, they do need a lot of work on the defense because they can't win shootouts all the time. That's just too yeah. much. That's asking way too much. You're not Kansas City where you can easily just drop 30 points whenever you f- almost feel like it. Unless, of course, you're uh, cheated by referees. Then there's that. Yeah. But anyways, I digress on that. Um, so, uh, we didn't do a whole lot of talking about NASCAR, but the Daytona 500 is this week. We're looking forward to it. So next Tuesday, football talk will also be slash NASCAR talk. Yes, NASCAR talk, baby. That's right, as we'll be recapping the first race of the season, Daytona 500. We're this looking forward fun, to it. Man. It's going to be so much fun. Little room, room. <laughs> I will say, though, I mean, the halftime show for the Super Bowl, pretty good. Yeah, wasn't bad. And, uh, you you know, obviously haven't seen the negative reviews that it's had. Oh, I don't really care. I, I enjoyed it. I like the weekend, so it doesn't bother me. It bothered a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sure it did. But uh, you know, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I don't disagree with you. I thought that he did a pretty good job. But still, to me, so far, it's been Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars instead of bar that's hard to reach. Yeah, and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's pretty good, too. He did pretty good, too, but still, Bruno Mars is still up there. Yeah, <laughs> Way he up there. He's, he did really good. Uh, I want to see a Post Malone one. I think he would do really good. That would be actually pretty interesting. I, that would actually be kind of fun. It, as long as he... Yeah, as long as he's sober, it'll be good. <laughs> I have a feeling we. I, think I have a feeling next year we're going to get a Snoop Dogg uh, halftime show. That would be cool. Because it's in Los Angeles. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. <laughs> Snoop D-O-double-G, baby. All right, man. That uh, does it for sports talk uh, with the football talk. Uh, be sure to tune in Tuesday. We uh, Tuesday. Saturday. Blah. Try again. Uh, when we, <laughs> of course, discuss wrestling talk in this week of wrestling. Monday night was already a fun night. Oh, yes. 
So, of course, we got AEW Dynamite tomorrow night. And then, of course, Friday night, SmackDown. And then Sunday, basketball talk. Oh, yes. And we actually have a little baseball news that came out after the show aired. Stupid Major League Baseball Major League Baseball Players Association had a break news after the podcast. That's usually how it happens, bro. I know, but still. It would have been nice if we would have done that you on know what t- the, Sunday. You know what I love about sports is there's always something to talk about. It never gets boring. That's true. So Except for baseball. Know. Well, then there's that. <laughs> I'm sorry, baseball. You know I love you. But, <laughs> but damn, man. You get quite boring at times. But we get to talk about what they've done for their next season. So it's going to be a little bit fun to talk about. And of course, as always, basketball talk is fun to talk about because... You know, LeBron keeps doing LeBron things, and it's like, okay, are you ever going to freaking start aging? Nope. Well, right now, as long as you're a Laker, I don't want you to start aging. That's the real goat right there. (laughs) Don't start that war. (laughs) That's another war. I know, right? I already started the war tonight. You want to keep it going, huh? I mean, I don't really disagree with you too much but i have a hard time saying that between uh, yeah he's he, he's not better than jordan i'm not really sure he's even better than kobe bryant Ooh, okay yeah all right so on that note <laughs> that will do it for here for us for here. I'll do it for here. here we're done here. We're done. For, for here with Sports Talk and with Cooper and Big Mac. That's right. So, from all of us here at Sports Talk and Cooper with Cooper. <laughs> I'm done. I quit. <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh my god. So, as always, keep on talking sports. You didn't even want to help me. And I left you hanging. You're sucking. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good night. I'm so sorry. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 